Nans are live. Welcome back. Pure finesse. Coming back, actually, our first week of recap in a long time. Yeah. Because the initial pregnancy was kind of unruling our lives the last couple of weeks. So that's kind of been pushed to the back burner because most of the guys are pretty much gone now, no? Yeah, for the free agency. Yeah, there's a lot more to actually talk about since we've talked about it last, though, too. There's been a lot of signings, a lot of things going on in the NHL. So that's where we're going to start today with the weekly recap. Um, first off, the biggest name on the board, other than Petrangelo, was Taylor Hall. And he signed one year with the Sabres. Uh, Sabres, like we said, I don't know if we said this on camera or not, but it's about time Jack Eichel got his help, right? Mm-hmm. He needs some of his help. He needs some scoring that like you've been praising. He needs that assistance, another person to score. So this is just like a little rental year. See how he does with the Sabres. If he does well enough, I'm sure they'll re-up him again in the next offseason. So we'll see that. The Leafs made some big moves or some big moves, not really huge. Watch them out, woman. But first of all, they signed Jimmy Vesey to a one-year deal. But the biggest one, after his announcement going to, was it H.E. Frolanda? H.E. Davos. Oh, it was it Davos. It was Davos. He went to. Uh, Jumbo Joe announced right after that he's signing one year with the Maple Leafs as well. So the Maple Leafs just bringing everyone who's good from 06 onto their roster, trying to see, make that fire line with Jumbo Joe, Jason Spezza, Wayne and Simmons. Yeah, that's going to be a good, huge veteran line. They should just make it a line, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um. Montreal Canadiens, they signed a big free agent, Tyler Toffoli, to a four-year, $17 million contract. What do you feel about Tyler Toffoli going to the Canadiens? A lot of money tied up now, Malcolm. Yeah, I know. And I think at the start of the year, or I should say off-season, they had a lot of cap space. And most of that cap space is gone. Yeah, also, yeah, keep going, yeah. The way I look at it is that they're going to have to deal somebody because there's no way they're going to be able to do Sign number one center. It's going to be impossible. Yeah, and like I've said before, and I don't want to happen, they're going to probably trade Philip Deneau. They've been talking mm-hmm. about that. He sees himself as a number two center somewhere, and with the way things are going now, he's going to be looking like a third or fourth liner. So he doesn't want that, so he's probably going to get dealt. But like you said, um, they also signed – like they, they uh, used a lot of their cap space. So they signed Jake Allen to a two-year deal, and they just signed Brenton – uh, Brendan Gallagher to a six-year, six-year, six-point-five million-dollar contract per year. So, like you said, a lot of money tied up now in the Montreal Canadiens organization. They're going to have to do some dealing. Uh, Mark Bergevin, famous for that, though, he likes to pull trades out of nowhere and make some huge trades that everyone talks about. So, probably going to see that pretty soon. Um, like I said, Alex Petrangelo, we pretty much assumed he signed with Vegas, uh, seven years, sixty-one point six million dollars. Uh, a little move that Vegas did to kind of make that happen, I feel like, is they traded Nate Schmidt to the Canucks for a third-round pick. Um, do you like Petrangelo in Vegas? you think he's going to do good? Yeah, I think he's going to be terrible, actually. No, come on. I think Petrangelo is one of the best, if not the best, main defenseman in the league. Uh, he's 29, I think, so he's gonna, probably going to retire yeah. in Vegas. But this team is stacked. Everywhere you look at it, it's just unbelievable. Up front and the back end in, in that. Everywhere is just and, that, and they're rolling with two goalies this year, too. They said they're going to use Robin and Mark. They're going to use them both. So I thought for sure they're going to start to stick. I thought they're going to stick to Robin as their back, as their starter. But when you have, um, Vegas's owner, Bill Foley, kind of spilled some beans over the weekend. Did you see that? No. About a possible Canadian division for this upcoming season? Yeah, I saw that. Wouldn't that be something? 
that would be if a lot of rivalry games, Battle of Ontario, Montreal, Toronto, Battle of Alberta. Oh my gosh. These, those games would be disgusting. Um, but someone on Toronto, well, who was on Toronto two years ago, uh, recently moved over to Pittsburgh with the Penguins. He goes back to his original team, Patrick Marlowe, to the Sharks for another year. Kind of upsetting me that Joel Thornton kind of left and Marlowe mm-hmm. came back. That was kind of weird to see. I'm pretty sure Marlowe probably want to finish it off maybe with Jumbo Joe. Maybe one last run with the team, you know, but Jumbo Joe's gone. So Patty Marlowe only needs 45 more games to play to break the all-time games played record. By Gordie Howe, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. 45 so I think games. it's happening. So there's no way yeah. Patrick Marlowe's going to be a healthy scratch. Exactly. On his last year, like it's most mm-hmm. likely his last year, unless he gets in. Fox and benching spots uh, game one, and I guess his former team, like, well, what? Yeah, exactly. But whatever. It's Babcock. He's a bad coach. Um, uh, Eugene Melnick, owner of the Ottawa Senators, uh, says the Ottawa Senators will win the cup within four years. Hot take mm-hmm. or cold take? Can you name me a number one center in Ottawa right now? No. <laughs> four, four years, though, there's lots of time for development. These young, these young teams come out of nowhere. Look at your Cleveland Browns. They're not young. Keep going. Um, but whatever. The Sens signed uh, Evgeny Dadanoff to a three-year, $50 million contract. Exactly. So we thought Hoffman or Dadanoff, one of them was going to have to stay. And now it's already looking like Hoffman's going to leave as well. So Florida's mm-hmm. not going to be able to keep either of them. Which is big. From what I understand, if Hoffman doesn't sign anywhere, he's not going to Florida. He's going to go overseas. That's from what I've been hearing. He doesn't even want to play with Florida, eh? From what I understand. Wow. Finesse insiders, you know. Wow, that's pretty crazy. I thought they'd have to at least keep one of them. But probably the biggest. The ultimate uh, teammate, NH- Mike Hoffman. <laughs> the biggest NHL signing this year thus far, the Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Pittsburgh Penguins signing Cody Cece to a one-year $1.25 million contract. Coming off a $4.5 million contract the year before. I, I know, and you Leafs fans not happy. We did not praise Cody Cece. And oh, no, he, no. And he was not praised in Ottawa either. Honestly, all for Cece, one for one. It was all for Cece, one for one. But obviously, he's still kind of young. He still has time to improve, and Pittsburgh's a great place to go to. So good for him to get to a good team. He was stuck with Ottawa and the Leafs. Leafs for a playoff team. game. Can't get much much worse than that. Yeah, how was first round of well, wild tasteful. playing? playing. Tasteful. Yeah, uh, but we go to the association next. Uh, your Los Angeles Lake Los Angeles Lakers are your 2020 NBA champions, beating the Miami Heat in six games. You're welcome. I picked LA in six. You Thank did. you. Thank you, you very much. This they are now tied for the most NBA titles in history with 17 with your Boston Celtics. And LeBron gets his fourth ring as well as his fourth finals MVP. So is the GOAT conversation talk sparking more rumors here? Come on. Even before this, he was the GOAT. This guy's the GOAT. Do you see what he did in game five? I don't think enough people talk about what he did in game five, Jimmy Butler's performance in game five. Because it was he unbelievable. Did, he almost had a 40-point triple-double himself and shot 71% from the field. Mm-hmm. I'm happy he got MVP, though. I'm very happy he got well, who, like I guess Anthony Davis, but LeBron is the MVP of the league for the last 17 years. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. But the, the team they played, Miami, I think no one really gave them a shot to win it all, even before it started. Yeah. And I would say as a five seed going into the NBA Finals, I think it was just a, a great feat in itself because you rarely ever see a five seed make a uh, championship game in any of the major four leagues in North America, so good on them. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy Butler's come out and said he's guaranteeing a championship next season. Is that a hot take or a cold take? 
that's a hot take because this next season is going to be the most competitive season if everyone is healthy will be the most competitive season in NBA history without a doubt in my mind KD and Kyrie you got the Lakers coming you got the uh the Celtics who are playing really good basketball you got uh the Sixers if they're healthy with Ben Simmons returning favorite right Chris Paul could be joining the Lakers. Knicks, that's what I'm understanding. Chris Paul is looking at the Knicks right now. And guess who would follow him if he went to the Knicks? Who? He's hanging up behind you right now. No, not Carmelo. Carmelo might make a return. But they're saying Chris Paul to the Lakers. That's what I've been hearing. Mm -hmm. I would hate that. I would love it. Mm -mm. That that trade that got vetoed so long ago. I know. That was when he was with New Orleans. Yeah, that was with New Orleans. Or Charlotte. No, New Orleans. It was Charlotte, I think. It was New Orleans Hornets, bro. Look it up. Oh, it was New Orleans. It was. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm surprised you have this in here because since you're a Celtics fan, but the Raptors have unveiled three new jerseys. Uh, it kind of looked like the North Edition jerseys when they won game six of the 2019 championship series. I think they're okay. I mean, like nothing special. No, but I want to see the other two. Cause yeah, definitely an OVO style for sure. Yeah. I would not be shocked if they go back to Toronto Huskies, the blue and white. I would not be shocked. Kind of ugly, if you ask me. Uh, next up, LA Clippers have hired Teron Liu as their next head coaching assistant, head coach, signing him to a five-year deal, I believe. Uh, he is obviously the coach of the 2016 NBA champion Cleveland Cavaliers. Where's LeBron the coach then? Oh, nice. He was an assistant under Doc Rivers in LA for the last season, I believe. And I love this. It's Chauncey Billups is the lead assistant in mm-hmm. La La Land. That's amazing. You think he should be, I think he should be a head coach somewhere. He could be a head coach but somewhere. But this is his first real coaching job. So, I mean, yeah. start him off young. And lastly, I don't like seeing this, but the New York Knicks have been really interested in signing for Fred Van Fleet. Uh, he's looking around the same kind of contract as a former, or former Milwaukee Buck, Malcolm Brogdon's deal at four years at $85 million. Fred Van Fleet is the heart of the Toronto Raptors squad, whether you like to say it or not. Yeah, he is. As it is obviously Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet is, like, so much younger than Kyle Lowry. If they're going to lose one of them, I would lose Kyle, even though he's, like, <laughs> owed a lot. I guess, what is it? Honesty or loyalty. That's the loyalty, word. Yeah. yeah, it's never used. So <laughs> no, I think Kyle Lowry could go. should go if they're going to try to ship one of them out. Yeah, obviously, I think every Toronto Raptor is overrated, so whatever. That's but, uh... Freddie, I don't think will get Brogdon's deal, but he'll get somewhere pretty close to it. Um, but I think he'll stay with the Raptors. The Raptors can't lose him. Mm-mm. No. Um, that wraps it up for the NBA. So the NFL, it is Sunday today. We do have our game picks in. Uh, we'll do that first. So from last week, we both actually went eight and five. They're picks, pretty similar picks, if you ask me. Uh, my overall moves up to 51, 20, and one. And Jay's first. That's trailing by four. Just 20, yeah, it's, a, it's only a four. It's only four, 47, 24, and one. So we do have the first matchups of this week. Uh, the first one that we're going to talk about is Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. Here we go. Like you, we'd love to see it. The best. Oh, it's going to be a good game. Pittsburgh favored by three and a half. What? It, okay, do I have enough to ask? I'm not going to ask. I think we know who's, what picks we're making here. But what do you, how do you think the game's going to play out? Like, you think it's going to be a shootout? It's going to be a shootout. Yeah. I'd rather like to say because Pittsburgh's defense is. It's okay, I guess. It's all right. Average at best. Uh, <laughs> but Cleveland's defense is giving up 30 points a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're running defenses fairly well. And I think 
you're since you're at Pittsburgh, I think you can agree that James Conner's not had the season people would think James Conner would have. Well, they're not great against the run though. The- um, Maple Tron coming off a four touchdown game. I think everyone's gonna, eyes is going to be on him today. Yeah, especially with Johnson being out again too. So I think they got to keep him in check. But I don't know because he seems to have a really good week and then bad week after. It yeah. seemed like he get two touchdowns, 100 yards receptions the next day, have like 20 fantasy points, and then next week he'll have three. That's what so, happens all the time, though. That's just what happens. Some people get hot and they get cold the game after. Well, he's also a rookie. Exactly. So, so they're going to game plan for Chase Claypool today. Oh, I'm going to love it. Uh, <laughs> we could go on and on for this game, go to deep uh-huh. analysis, but we'll go to the next one. We have Carolina, <laughs> the Panthers uh, against Chicago. Carolina's favored by one and a half. Who do you have winning this one? Uh, would you say that Chicago being Tampa Bay was an upset? Yes, I would say that was a huge upset. Mm. Would you not? Right, so I'm kind of sh- I'm shocked to see Carolina favored by one and a half. Yeah, that's what I was shocked for too. But they're three and two, and I think no one would have them three and two after losing McCaffrey. That's facts. That's very true. But I think Chicago's defense reigns supreme. I have Chicago. I have Carolina in this one. I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. Yeah, I have Carolina <laughs> winning over Chicago. Well, I think that with your answer. I was just double checking. I'm pretty sure that the way will muster something out. If DJ Moore, I know he didn't have a great game. Well, he had a good game last week, but that's because the defense was awful. If you can just continue that against a good Chicago Bears defense, then I think they're going to be able to find Anderson and Moore. And then Mike Davis do, do Mike Davis things. He has 14 broken tackles. 14 broken tackles this year. That's two more. I mean, two less than McCaffrey had all of last year. Congratulations. McCaffrey's getting the job back, man. There's he's no getting way the job back, him. but he, it's not a big deal that he's out right now. McDavis is running the ball. like McDavis. Really Pardon? McCaffrey and McDavis. Sorry, I was just getting confused. Uh, the next game we have kind of one that I think shouldn't be much of a question is Indianapolis <laughs> versus Cincinnati. Indianapolis favored by eight. Who do you think is going to Yeah. Win? Yeah. I think the Colts are winning. This defense is just very, very good. Uh, Indy had the first kickoff return touchdown since 2016 last week. Yeah, I saw 101 yards to the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't worry. I saw it too. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Before that, that was a pick six. So, I mean. <laughs> but do you think, can Joe Burrow make this closer than it actually may be? Hmm. I think so. Uh, yeah, I think the secondary was exposed, or the Indy secondary was exposed last week with Cleveland throwing the yeah. ball rather than running exactly. it because they are obviously now we know as a run first team. Mm-hmm. So I think Joe Burrow can have his way, but the, Joe Mixon I think has been the best player for the Cincinnati Bengals. No respect, dis, disrespect to Joe Burrow, but I think Joe Mixon have a good game today. I, I fully watch intent- out for Philip Rivers throwing the ball today in their three no yeah three wins they've thrown the ball over thirty times. Okay. And their two losses, they rushed the ball 20 times. So there's going to be more of Phillip Rivers throwing the ball today than Jonathan Taylor running it. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. I think this one that I was watching um, some NFL Network, right? And this is the one where they said, if you're a fantasy owner, this is a game where you're going to stack your players who are playing in this game because it's going to be a shootout. It's Detroit versus Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And they're just some names like you Put in your fantasy lineups. You have like Kenny Galladay, Matt Stafford, Gardner Minshew. You have James Robinson, LaVisca Cheneau, DJ Chark's out. I think he's injured this game. Uh, DeAndre Swift, Adrian Peterson. Just Adrian, all these names. Yeah, DeAndre. Adrian Peterson, man. The living DeAndre legend Swift himself. is putting up double digits, not getting any touches. What's he going to do against Jacksonville? Peterson's going to have his way against Jacksonville too, though, mm-hmm. I think. So I think Detroit takes this one. How about Me you? Me too. I think yeah. absolutely. It's going to be an absolute shootout. Matt Stafford is probably the most underrated quarterback in the league. Because mm-hmm. he hasn't, he's been on terrible teams. 
Yeah, terrible team. Every Detroit team. But Kenny Gall, I think Kenny Galladay is so underrated this year because he didn't start off the year healthy, so no yeah. one really picked him up in fantasy. So Kenny Gall, pick him up, man. Trade for he him. Did. Do something because Kenny, like he was, I think top set, top ten at least in fantasy points last year. Yeah, he was a big name last year in fantasy. Uh, the next one, kind of a weird game where you didn't expect these teams to be as bad as they are right now, but you have Atlanta versus Minnesota. Minnesota favored by four. Who do you have winning this one? I think I think Atlanta. Atlanta gets That's the first win of the season. Yeah, but Minnesota gave Seattle a run for their money last week because they came right down to the wire, and I don't think any whole lot of people would have pictured that happening. But no Dan Quinn for Atlanta this week. They fired him after their week six, week six, week five loss. Week five. I can't believe it's week six, man. Yeah. Flying by. Like, what am I going to do with no football? And this week went down. by quickly, man. Holy. I kill myself. But yeah, Atlanta's yeah. winning. They're going to get to their first one of the season against Minnesota. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, the next game, kind of another game where it's not that entertaining to watch, but if you're a fantasy owner, you kind of like it. It's uh, New York Giants versus the Washington football team. Uh, New York Giants are actually favored by three. Um, I have Washington pulling out, coming out and winning this one. I don't know. Is Alex Smith the starter today? No, Kyle Allen is starting. Kyle Allen, wow. But I want to see when, if Chase Young is playing. So that will determine who wins this game. Chase Young That's plays, Washington, Washington wins. If he doesn't, Giants win. I'm not surprised that they're favored by three because they gave Dallas a pretty good run for their money last week. They did. They <clears> shocked <throat> the whole nation, honestly, last week. I thought it was going to be a quick blowout, but no. And, you know, we'll happen with Dak. We'll get into that later. Uh, the next game, a big, big spread is Baltimore over Philly. Uh, Baltimore favored by nine and a half. Do you not? Like, do you think Baltimore over this one? Next yeah, one. Yeah, we'll go to yeah. the next one. Keep this thing rolling. Houston over Houston and Tennessee. This game is going to be closer than you think. Tennessee, I think so too. Tennessee is favored by 3.5. However, I still do have them winning this one. I don't, I prefer the Texans over the Titans, but I feel like the Titans just proved what they could do last week against the Bills. So I have the Titans winning. This I one. have Houston winning. I love Romeo Cornell as head coach. They hmm. figured out everything. Brandon Cooks have finally has a breakout game for Houston, over 160 yards receiving. David Johnson finally got back to his normal ways. And Deshaun Watson is doing Deshaun Watson things. Houston wins. They get their second win of the season, and we'll see where Tennessee stands. I mean, I'm shocked how well Tennessee played with only playing practicing twice in almost a month. Yeah, I know. They played putting up 42 points. I was just But I guess we don't know how much times they practiced illegally, so. Mm, that's very true. <laughs> um, the Broncos and the Patriots finally playing their game from last week, and they're going to be playing it today. Uh, New England favored by nine points. What do you think? That's a big well, spread. your boy, Melvin Gordon, isn't going to be playing today due to his he DUI. Is. Thank you very much. He is fantasy right owners everywhere. He's oh, not playing? playing. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Oh, by the way, Minnesota, no Dalvin Cook today either. With his groin injury, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Cam Newton is coming back to play for New England, yeah. same as Stephon Gilmore. So who's your boy on Denver, this Patrick kid? Oh, Tim Patrick, Yeah. This is riding my bench right now, but with Cortland Sutton out right now, he's in yeah, the second guy to Jerry. Fantasy owners, thank you very much. He's the second guy to Jerry Judy, so I think he'll have a decent game. Maybe not against this New England's uh, defense, but and in future games, I think he's a guy to look out for. But yeah, right. I think New England, back to New game England. picks. I think it's it's New England winning, right? Yeah, I think New England mm-hmm. as well. This other one, kind of another game where <laughs> it's going to be a barn burners, may or maybe not, because both teams kind of suck. Uh, it's the Miami Dolphins versus the Jets, but you did see Miami put up 
quite a show last week against the 49ers. They're favored by nine points again this week. What do you think? I really killed us last week in game picks to see how Miami threw it, had their way to San Fran. Pick up Frank Gore in fantasy leagues, as obviously we now know Le'Veon Bell is no longer part of the New York Jets. So Frank Gore is going to be the lead back in New York. Crazy. Uh, It's Patrick. Is having a quietly really good season. He's seventh best in fantasy right now among quarterbacks. No way, man. And he's playing the New York Jets. So the worst I team think. in football at the time. Pardon me? The worst team in football, like, in the oh, moment. Yeah, absolutely. So Miami has their way with New York if they can have their way with the NFC champions. So I think the, the Dolphins to win. Dolphins as well. Um, the next game, we have the Green Bay Packers and the Tampa Bay. Bay Buccaneers, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. Green Bay only favored by one point, but they do have Devontae Adams coming back this week. How do you feel about this game? They're disrespecting Green Bay. Disrespecting Green Bay. So Tampa Bay also has Chris Godwin coming back, too. Disrespecting Green Bay with the one point. They're undefeated, Malcolm. I know they are. I I think it's complete disrespect. It's the cheeseheads for me. Yeah, cheeseheads for me, too. I hate Tom Brady. Um, you have the Rams and the 49ers going off against each other. Rams favored by three points. What do you think about this one? Well, with Miami going to have their way throwing the ball with San Francisco and probably the best pass first offense behind Buffalo, I'm the LA Rams win. Yeah, yeah. I think Jared Goff will have a uh, – honestly, I don't know if he'll have a huge day. Or uh, C.J. Beathard. Or C.J. Beathard for, uh, for San Francisco? Wow. I don't know. Jimmy G may not be completely healthy yet. Uh, another good game that's going to be happening on Monday night is Kansas City versus Buffalo. So Kansas City is favored by four and a half after that last week's loss to the Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. Um, do you think they're going to be able to pull it out against the Bills? If there were fans in Buffalo, I would think otherwise, but I think Kansas City is going to win. Buffalo will get to the second loss of the season. So I think it's going to be a bit of a bar. If Miami can pull out a win and New England pulls out a win, it's going to be a little closer than everyone would expect in that AFC North. No, AFC East division. Yeah. And Kansas City for me. Kansas City for me, too. Pretty obvious for me. I, not an obvious one, but for me, I think Kansas City just does what they do best this week. And then you have we'll the last dominate. game. Just dominate. Mm-hmm. And, and then, yeah, we'll get into that later. Um, Arizona Cardinals are playing the Dallas Cowboys for the last game of the week for our pick It's one uh, the Arizona favored by one point. Do you think Andy Dalton gets the job done? No. no. Although... Chandler Jones is not is out for the rest of the season for Arizona with I believe a torn labrum or bicep something in your arm, but that's their best player on defense arguably in Arizona. But I think did they lose last week Arizona? I think they did. I think they lost to Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I think they get back to their winning ways and just for everyone Cowboys fans, we need to pump the brakes in the season here. I know Dak Prescott's out for the rest of the year. Their two wins have been on last second field goals. Okay. So just, just off the breaks. But yeah, I have the same thing. Arizona over Dallas. So that finishes off for us telling you your picks. So now it's all recorded. You can come back to see if we cheated or not. But we did not. We never cheat. Um, some news in the NFL, though, like we've already mentioned. Uh, Alex Smith, he played his first game again after the 2018 life-threatening leg injury he injured uh, two years ago. He played again with his first snaps. It's pretty. His leg's pretty sturdy with Aaron Donald coming. Oh, I know. Down. Like I was pooping oh, my pants watching that, saying, if, "Goodness!" If, like just throw him into the wolves with the two-time defensive player of the year rushing at him. Exactly. That was scary. But he stood his ground. He played good. Still not going to get the starting job though. 
Uh, they're losing faith in Dwayne Haskins since Kyle Allen's going to be playing again this week. So we'll see what happens in Washington. Uh, like we said, the Chiefs and Bells, they're going to be playing on Monday night. Uh, so far, every single game is on pace to uh, to happen this week, which is good. Some good news because we haven't seen a lot of that for like two weeks. Um, the Texans, like you said, uh, got their first win after firing Bill O'Brien. Romeo saving the day. Uh, do you think I've been saying this for years, Malcolm? That they need to fire Bill O'Brien. Years for years after that. After that D Hop trade, I don't know. Just something didn't sit right with me with Bill O'Brien. I was like, okay, this guy is just losing his mind. So Texans able to win. Hopefully they continue their winning ways. Like you said, the Canadian uh, superstar in Pittsburgh, Chase Claypool gets four TDs, one rushing versus the Eagles. Uh, good offensive performance. Not the best defensive performance last week from the Steelers, but Chase Claypool getting things done. Like you said, they should be targeting him again this week. Uh, everyone was praying for Dak last week after his gruesome leg injury. I'm surprised how many times they showed it on TV. Like, holy crap. On, man. I don't think they had any idea what was going on showing it on TV. And I, I saw it. Like, first time I saw it, I was like, that was oh. enough. Like, I couldn't. Uh, so, hopefully, he recovers soon. His surgery, his first initial surgeries went well. So, hopefully, he has a speedy recovery. Obviously, in a contract year, you want to ball out, and he's not able to do that. Now. He was, well, he does have the NFL record for most passing yards through the first four games. So, I mean, exactly. He was going, he was on uh, a torrent pace. Yeah. And now the Cowboys are sticking with former Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati Bengal, Andy Dalton. Do you think Dalton will be? Well, with the weapons that Dallas has, I think he has to be good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, their well, line's somewhat decent. They also, they're missing Tyron Smith for the rest of the year, so I mean that's a huge blow. But Andy Dalton, he's a Texas kid. He had his played his college ball in TCU. Go Horn Frogs! So he needs a playoff quarterback, so he can do what he he can ball. Yeah, I think he can do it too. And like you've already said, the Falcons fired Dan Quinn and their GM uh, Dimitrov after their 0-5 start. Uh, do you think they're going to start winning a few more games now? Yeah, they have to. Like their team is too talented. The defense sucks. Yeah, but you have Julio, you have Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage has had a great year. Todd Gurley is your running back, and Matty Ice. A lot of people are hating on Matty Ice for this one five start. Yeah, and I don't know. I can't. He's like he's a good quarterback. You can't put it all on him. It's a team game. So hopefully, I I'd like to see them win a few games. Uh, tank the, for Trevor. Yeah, tank for Trevor. The New York Jets released Le'Veon Bell, like we've mentioned before, Jay mentioned, but the Kansas City Chiefs picked him up for a year. And now their offense got even more nastier than it is now with Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Le'Veon Bell in the backfield, Patty Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Ken, McCole Hardman. Their offense is just loaded. How do they have the money for this? I don't know. Well, but, I think Le'Veon's getting like sticks and pucks. Oh, yeah, he's not getting a whole lot. But I don't that, know if he's getting more money than Cam Newton. I, like, oh, I don't know if he is. I think he might be, actually. Uh, but that's going to be... If he, he can bounce back, I think that'll be great for the Chiefs. He wants to win the Super Bowl. And if he's gonna, he'll probably step into that Lashawn McCoy role. And he's year. less than thirty years old. Like he's not exactly. a season. Like come on. Well, he's got some running to do, and I think he's gonna do it. Uh, like you said, Melvin Gordon got a DUI, so he's killing fantasy owners everywhere. Not playing this week. Sorry, Melvin. Philip Lindsay, pick him up. Yeah. Well, no, no. Melvin Gordon's just an idiot. But whatever. Uh, the NFL, though, they did announce there's no Pro Bowl game this year. There's not going to be a Pro Bowl. Pro First Bowl time game. since 1949, I believe. 
that's pretty and that's insane. But I mean, it's the Pro Bowl. Who watched the Pro Bowl anyway? Exactly. Who watched this Pro Bowl after since like ever since there's no hitting or anything? It's not that exciting to watch. Except for oh my, Sean Taylor blowing up a kicker, the kicker in the that's Pro it. Bowl. Yeah, that was like the best moment of all time in the Pro Bowl. But other than that, it's not a big deal for most fans. I feel like. And then recently, Sony Michelle was actually just put on the COVID and reserve list uh, for the New England pa- New England Patriots. Does that mean for fantasy owners, pick up Rex Burkhead and James White? Damien Harris. And or Damien Harris. And Damien Harris. They have three of them. They have four. But in spite of this, this will be the first time that all games on center are going to be played since, excuse me, week five. So we'll have a full, we'll have a full slate of games for the really? first time in over two weeks. Jeez. Yeah, hooray. We get a baseball, and we have the first team to make to the World Series. The Tampa Bay Rays defeating the Houston Astros in seven games. Randy Arozarena now has the rookie record for most home runs in a postseason with seven. Oh, Evan Longoria, who is a pretty good baseball player. So they are the first team to punch their ticket to the Fall Classic. And we wait now on game seven between the Atlanta Braves and the L.A. Dodgers, who will go tonight. Uh, Walker Bueller, are we going to talk about his tight pants or what? I was wa- I was going to mention that. I was watching it yesterday, and I was going to mention that. I didn't think anyone else thought about that. But, yeah, they were super tight. What the heck? And then I was trying to watch and stay up for the second game, and I don't know why, but I just KO'd that. Watching baseball. Uh, our boy Nick and Meekin would be jealous of how good he looked in those pants, eh? <laughs> he would be. He would be. <laughs> that might be a good Halloween costume for him. Uh, Chicago White Sox and their manager, Rick Renteria, have mutually agreed to part ways. Very shocked to see it after making the postseason for the first time since, I think, 2003, when they won the World Series. But if you're any familiar with St. Louis Cardinals managers, they are looking at interviewing one of the best managers in all of baseball all time, Tony La Russa. Whoa. I know he's not. He's no spring chicken, but I would love to see him in the black and white on the south side of Chicago. And lastly, uh, Chicago Reds legend Joe Morgan has passed away at the age of 77. You saw it on Dusty Baker's uh, wrists, yeah. Joe Morgan pictures. I think him and him and Joe Morgan were really, really close. So rest in peace. And that is all for baseball. So who do you – if let's say, who do you want to win game seven tonight? This is a joke. It's the Braves. Braves Dodgers? Braves, man. I don't – come on. I don't like the Dodgers. I don't want the Dodgers. Mookie? Yeah, I'm a Red Sox fan, man. Come on, remember this. He's I, on the – oh, so I salty, I see. Still salty. Nice. Freddie Freeman's Canadian, so, I mean, Atlanta for me. And Acuna? I, yeah. yeah. But I I want the race to win it all. I want the race to win it all. Yeah, like, they're doing it without really a whole lot of stars up front. Like, I'm sure – well, there's a star in the making right now, a Rosa Arania. Mm-hmm. And Willie Adamas is kind of – he's a pretty cool-looking guy. And my boy, G-Man. G-Man. G-Man, show your first baseman. I love him. I Yeah, I don't know. I just got to stay up to watch these games. Mm-hmm. Maybe putting them at 9 o'clock at night and expect me to sit through nine innings. Uh, <laughs> but some soccer news and some other news uh, in the other sports. First of all, Cristiano Ronaldo, superstar, best GOAT of soccer, now has COVID-19. Uh, don't know what he was doing, probably partying out somewhere. Uh, yeah, this puts him in jeopardy for a lot of big games coming up. I think it was about last, like just early this week, he tested positive, but he puts him in jeopardy for their Champions League matchup Tuesday against Dinamo Kiev. The Champions League returns this week. Are you pumped or are you pumped? Yeah. And they might put him in jeopardy for 
next week's game between Juve and Barcelona. So there's Gee. some big big games that Ronaldo could be missing if he doesn't test negative a couple times quickly. That's I don't know. He should be he should be more smarter. All these athletes who are st- still want to play today, you gotta be smart. You see like these football players saying like in Pittsburgh, like how they said. What we do, we go practice, we go home. Like, we don't do anything else. We don't risk anything. We're not trying to risk anything. We just want to play. Like, that's all you have to do for every sport. It's just go to practice, play your game, go home with your family. It's pretty simple, but a lot of people still don't get it. But that's what I Well, mean. in Europe right now, they're playing, I think, the international break's over. But last week and the week before, they're playing in the UEFA Nations League. So they're all over the place. Like, it's not like they're just in yeah. one area or in a bubble, you want to call it. Like, they're going country to country. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's pretty hard to uh, self-isolate after playing if you're going on a plane and going somewhere else to play, I think at least. Yeah. Um, some tennis news, though. In the French Open, Rafael Nadal, he beat Novak Djokovic in straight sets in the French Open to win the 20th record-tying 20th Grand Slam. I like his 13th French Open. Yeah, he owns the clay courts. He owns I the I believe he's court. 102 at the French. Yeah. All time. Come on, he does. You play him on clay, you're not winning against Nadal. Uh, but I was not expecting straight sets, not expecting that versus, versus Djokovic, but mm-hmm. it's just Nadal, Nadal doing Nadal things. We got UFC talk. Uh, McGregor, D- Conor McGregor, I want to say Dustin McGregor. Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier are going to be fighting January 23rd, I believe, at Jeez. Jerry's World at AT&T Stadium, and they're looking to have fans there. I've seen, I'm sure you can probably socially distance their way in. But McGregor and Jerry Jones are pretty close. Obviously, there's a picture of him throwing a football out in Dallas. Should be very interesting to see. And this coming up, this weekend coming up, is the last fight island in Abu Dhabi. I'm sure if you've seen Nelks or Bob Mennery's Instagram, they're there. They're ready to go. They're trying to get in. They're get, they are. They are in. And college news, Nick Saban has coached coached against Georgia last night after his COVID diagnosis earlier this week. I think it had to be a false positive because he tested negative three straight days after his positive test. But do you want to see, did you see the ref last night? Coach got too close to the ref. Ref takes his mask, puts it way up as Saban's coming close. He's like, ah, people are like, oh, the ref don't, totally doesn't believe those false mm. positives. <laughs> but yeah, he did but get the Bama clear. did beat Georgia. So Georgia's going to slide down the ranks out of the top four. Yeah. Uh, Florida has had a huge COVID outbreak. I think there's about 28 players and staff who have tested positive at Florida. Their game at LSU was postponed this week. Yeah. And they're a good team. Like, they're going to have – they have to make some hay if they want to get back inside top four. Uh, Trevor Lawrence showed up big time last yesterday, throwing 404 yards, five touchdowns, and oh, it's just a close 73-7 to seven game against Georgia Tech. Almost had 40 yards in the first half, so I'm sure he's sad for a lot well, of the seconds. They set him up with three different quarterbacks. <laughs> exactly. And this week coming up is the return of Big Ten football. So Ohio State and Nebraska go Saturday afternoon, and Saturday night is the Michigan or that team up north, excuse me, against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. So I'm pumped. Midwest, I believe, comes back this week too, and in two weeks, the Pac-12 comes back. Everything's coming back. It's all coming back. And then for and then for Ontario schools, you hear that we just cancel all sports. For all you sports, yeah, it's nice for the remainder of the school year. But whatever, <laughs> not cheese. Makes makes a lot of sense. Makes so much sense. Whatever, right? Depends where you're coming from, I guess. Yeah, I guess. 
too much money to be not to be made, and that's, that's all they care about. True. In the American, yeah, that's very true. Well, that's it for now for a weekly recap. We got Callum Williams coming on next time for pure finesse trivia at the English Premier League. I wow. talked to him yesterday. He's pretty psyched to go. So we'll be doing it. Me and him will be actually doing it together live because we're moving back up to St. Catharines this week. So good. it's going to be pretty interesting. And we're going to be making sure that the 30-second time limit's used. Okay. Yes. We were sitting right beside each other. So <laughs> there'll be no controversy for this one. So until then, it's Jacob. And Money Malcolm.